Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester, and with me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's going okay. I think I lost all... I'm in six fantasy football leagues. I'm not sure if I've mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, And I was 0 for 6. This week. Not a good week. Well, no, because, like, the 20-team league, the 20-team leagues, it's a playoff. Maybe I think there's one I still have a chance in. But, like, some of them out of the playoff scene. One of them I got knocked out of the playoffs. Another one, I have the most points, and I need a win and help from two different teams to make the playoffs next week, even though I have the third most points in league history. How's the team? How's Rob's team that you and I did the draft? Yeah, that, that team was very good in the regular season. We, got bad, we had bad luck uh, on the schedule, but we still had the fourth or fifth most points in the league out of 20. Uh, we need some help tonight. All right, what are we rooting for? Uh, Quincy and Nunwa not to score a lot of touchdowns. Okay. I mean, it's a 20-team league, so I think we need, like... I don't even remember. T.Y. Hilton? All right. Um, actually, Quincy Anun was having big ramifications in my fantasy league today. <laughs> well, he should not be starting in a 12-team league. He's starting on, on, a, on a playoff lock on one of the best teams in the league. Well, that's insane. He stinks. He would not make my team, and my team is not in the playoffs. Yeah, well, we're a deeper league than you. We need T.Y. Hilton and Frank Gore to outscore Quincy Anunwa by 50 points. Who does? Well, one of the guys in my league to make the playoffs. Oh, but not you. You sent me... You forward me that your like weekly email to your fantasy football pool is like thirty pages long. Well, it takes enough time to read, so by the time you're done, it's the next week. Yeah. Oh man. Does that surprise you? It doesn't surprise me, but it's it depresses me. Here's what we need. We need we're we're up twenty two and a half over Jordan Parhar, former podcast guest Jordan Parhar. We have Forte, he has Luck Hilton and Anunwa. Alright, I'm ready. Who's we? Rob? Rob and myself, yes. Okay. Wait, you're a co-owner of his team? Yeah. yeah. Well, what does that make me? You're the, you're our, you're the third wheel. All right, I'll take it. Okay, let's stop talking about uh, fantasy leagues that, that other people who don't even listen to this podcast are in. Okay, well, how about this? I'm gonna, let me pitch a, like a fantasy league for 2017. Everyone said 2016 was horrible. I want to make 2017 great again. Okay. We, we did this sort of trial thing where we did a, a, like a small pool with some of our listeners, which is fun, but there's not a lot of interaction. The pick'em pool. The pick'em pool, which is a fine yeah. pool, and I think I'm in first place in it, but ultimately yeah. it's like you make your picks and there's really nothing, you know, and it's also like it's not even online, like you have, there's a spreadsheet, it's not so fun. You want it's fine. trash talk. One more trash talk, more competition. So I, my idea, hear me out. We're looking for a few good men and women. Yeah, sure. Lots of lots of women. The, we should give a disc. We should we should be like a bar. We'll give like a discount to any woman. Free entry. I don't know about free. So I, I want to do something called I'm calling the pool of pools, stealing, which is stealing the idea directly from from uh, Jonah Carey and Dave Dem. Yeah, jo- well, they have a league of leagues, but this that's different. Yeah. That's that's a fantasy league where like the draft has All like yeah, like a trade for like I was just looking it up. It, yeah, Eli Manning got traded for, for Noah Syndergaard, yeah. literally. Right. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> it is co- kind of cool because the draft is all three leagues. Yeah. If te- by the well, way, I if mean, ten people want to do that, I'd happily do that for next year. Oh, but I would love to do that also. Yeah. Do you want to do that? We could do that. Uh, it would be hard to find the level of commitment you would need. No, I, I mean I'm committed. I'm here. You're here. We got two out of ten right now. 
Yeah, but let, let's start with the pool of pools. I think Fine, let's do the pool of pools. Yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll find we'll, like we'll shoot for the we'll find that, in 2018. Yeah, that's true. We'll find like eight other good men. That's or women. Yeah. Uh, and and that's all we need for that one. Ten here. We need at least ten, but maybe a little more. Hopefully. And the pool of pools would be every single month. It would be a different pool, at least one, about twelve to fifteen pools during the year. So, for instance, if it was now, it won't start till January. But if it was December, we would have. Uh, you know, like college football bowls. Maybe you pick uh, all 38 or however many bowls there are against the spread. 40 bowls, I think. 40 bowls, by the way. A lot of bowls. Yeah, but Not really breaking new ground. Like half, most of them are played in December, so that wouldn't work. It would, have, it would be NFL playoffs related. I think. No, it was, this is a December pool. Oh, you're saying if we're starting. I like how like the most simple part of it you can't even get. This is going to be I we're bad. starting in January. No, I, but I. Oh, you're not listening. I said I we're it. starting in January, but for December, yeah, which would be, so for December yeah. 2017, it would be college football bowls. March it would be March Madness. April it would be NBA playoffs. Uh, February would probably be NBA regular season. Uh, I think July and August this year. When we initially talked about it, we would have done it in, in a Olympics or World an Cup Olympic year. or World Cup year. That really gives you a good summer month. July and August would have to be baseball, but they'd be different baseball pools. It might be, uh, you know, a home run pool. It might be who knows what. Well, hold you on. Know, to be cl- I think it's important to say that if so, if you're going to join this league with us, it's not dictatorial. You're going to have a vote, and the league as a whole will collectively decide what the pool yes. is each month. Yeah, but this is just a basic idea. Um, so the idea is 12, 12 well, months. Well, you're making it more pools. of a democracy than I want it to be. I, th- I feel like it's better if just someone's in charge. Yeah. But yeah, well, it's certainly maybe, if you have... Yeah. Su- but yes, but if, you have, if you're interested in the league and have suggestions, I'm more than happy to have them. I have, I have the 12 months sketched out, but nothing is etched in stone. I, you'd, yeah. you'd be hard to like, hard pressed to like beat March Madness in March, but if you have a specific March Madness pool, I'm all ears, even though Chester and I already run like 10 March yeah. Madness related things. Uh, including the players' pool, which is probably your favorite thing we do. It's a lot of fun. You love the players' pool. Yeah. You took it over. I invented it, and you didn't even, like, I didn't even know you existed back then, and then now now I have nothing to do with it. I just send you 30 bucks when I lose. Yeah. I'm very interested to hear who's interested in joining the pool, but it will be, I'd say, a decent amount of money. It won't be super cheap. I don't have a money, like a dollar amount in mind. If you have any suggestions... Let me know, but... Like 50 bucks or something like that, probably. No, it would have to be more than that. It's 12 pools. Are you insane? Well, you're scaring people off now. Well, how about this? Tell me if you're interested, and then tell me the maximum dollar amount you'd be willing to spend on it. Then we'll figure it out. Yeah, so just clear. If 10 people say 1,000 bucks, we'll do 1,000 bucks. If if nobody... Well, stop having kids, and you'll have more money to spend, Chester. (laughs) You're the one who's having more kids than me now. I know, and I'm not complaining about a thousand dollar pool. <laughs> All right, okay. So basically, if you are interested in joining our pool of pools, send yes. one of us a message. Twitter, email, yeah. We will have a cadre of people, ten guys, twelve people, however many we get. We'll commit to being in pools, twelve pools over the course of twenty seventeen. Yes. And maybe we throw one in. Like I was thinking, like, what if we like throw in small ones like uh, Kentucky Derby or let's let's not complicate things too much. Okay, let's, let's not complicate them now. Your so small brain pool, can't get it, yeah. yeah. For each pool at the end of the month, there will be you know, scoring based on how you finish in that pool. And yes. at the end of the year, whoever did the best cumulatively among all 12 pools will be the ultimate champion of the pool of pools. Yeah, so it would be the champion of the pool of pools. They get a belt or something. Yeah. Or a, tr- a trophy, maybe. But um, if there's enough money in the pool, I think each individual pool winner would also get a small payout. Yeah. Small-ish, yeah. you know, compared to... Yeah, like, if everyone's, paying, if everyone's paying $500, obviously there's plenty of money for, like, individual pool winners. If All it's right. if it's Chester cheap, then you know we can't give each pool winner real money. All right, how many millionaires are listening to our podcast? Millionaires? Yeah. Are you a millionaire? <laughs> no, that's why I can't afford a thousand dollar pool. All right, it's not literally a thousand dollars. I'm sure yeah. there's right. multiple people that do a thousand dollars, but it'll be less than a thousand dollars. Yes, it will be. But it's a lot of pools. It's twelve. It's a lot of fun. It's like you go to the movies. That's twenty bucks for two hours. This is yeah. going to be like this per hour entertainment is going to work out through the roof. Yeah. All right. So let let's uh, jump right into week fourteen of the NFL. Yeah, league where they pay for play. Dun dun dun. I can't believe you don't listen to Mike Francis. A lot of things flying over my head. Look, I have not been sleeping well. I, I totally forgot. You sound very tired. Baby. With the new baby, you're up every hour all night. What you what you forget? You forgot that you like had the, the new baby. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump right into week fourteen. Uh, we'll, we're just gonna we're just gonna rank the games from from worst to best. Uh, the worst game, as we said last week in our sneak preview for the whole month of December, is uh, the Jets at the Forty ers 
probably the worst remaining game on the slate. It's either that or uh, San Francisco at the Well, Rams. you didn't like what Kaepernick had to say last week? <laughs> uh, Ka- Kaepernick was one for five with four yards, and you'd think, oh, he just played one possession. No, 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 he played into the fourth quarter. Yeah. So uh, last week you said that Colin Kaepernick was a stud in the making and that he was infinitely better than Blaine Gabbert, and uh, then he lost his job to Blaine Gabbert again. Well, he's infinitely better than Blaine Gabbert still. I, I don't take that back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so your Jets are going to San Francisco. Uh, we don't know yet what your Jets are doing this week. Uh, they will be playing tonight, of course. But I did pick uh, I did pick your Jets to beat the Colts uh, tonight, and um, we'll see what they can do. I think they're going to lose on the road at San Francisco, though. Not that it matters, of course. You're rooting for a loss, right? For, for, for Oh, yeah, of course. I'm rooting for a loss. Yeah. Because we could get into, now that the Bears won a game, we could get to that fourth pick. Possibly. I like how the draft ties are broken by, like, who had the easier schedule. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, that makes sense. Um, all right, so uh, the the next crappiest game on our list is Cincinnati at Cleveland. Uh, Cincinnati, I said last week, I thought that they would uh, beat at the Eagles, and they did pretty handily, and that I said that I thought they could still uh, be alive in the playoff race, and they're going to de- deal uh, the Browns their 13th loss and uh, keep that going, I think. Andy Dalton is still a very competent quarterback. Yeah, Dalton had his, probably his best game of the year. Yeah, uh, it was a very good game against a defense that has been pretty good, although not as good on the road as they have been at home. So, um, yeah, but these are crappy games, so let's zip through them because i got to get back to, uh, you know, helping with this baby. Uh, the, uh, the 14th best game of the week is the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. That Lions win in New Orleans really uh, crushed me. It, it crushed the – it basically put the Vikings in an impossible situation. It probably eliminated from playoff contention a whole bunch of teams, uh, Carolina, New Orleans, Arizona, Washington. I think there's a whole bunch of teams that are in trouble now. But what it did do is that Lions-Packers game in Week 17 is almost certainly going to be for the division. So that's getting flexed. That's going to well, be Well, uh, you keep assuming that the Packers are, you know, going to, like, keep winning. And may, they'd have, they have to win – at least two or three just to make that, yeah. you know, meaningful. Yeah. But look, this is the thing. The Lions had not looked good all season. They were, you know, the worst, even even in a season when the when the Giants were the worst 8-3 team ever. I mean, they were really the worst 7-4 and four team ever, but they finally had a game that they won handily, and it was in New Orleans. And New Orleans is a pretty good team, and New Orleans has played a lot of teams very well at home, you know, including Seattle and Denver. So uh, that was an impressive win by Detroit. Uh, their defense looked better than it's looked all season for sure, you know. The Drew mm-hmm. threw three picks. So, again, as a Vikings fan, I'm very depressed because the, Vi- the Vikings now, the Vikings' best bet for a playoff spot basically is for the Pack- the Packers and Detroit are both going to get in ahead of them. So the Vikings really, their only shot is to get the last wild card over the Giants and, you know, the loser of Atlanta-Tampa Bay. Luckily, the Vikings have the tiebreaker over the Giants. So I need the Giants to keep losing, basically. I mean, the Vikings, we, why are we even talking about them anymore? Yeah, the end of that uh, Vikings-Cowboys game, obviously. Every week now, the Vikings find another soul-crushing way to lose, and I get a bunch of tweets. Oh, emergency Chester podcast. It's just absolutely ridiculous that um, that blows to the head are not reviewable, right? It's not a judgment call. It's a yeah, play. but he was all he he false started on that play also. Okay, so either way, they get another down. Either way, they get to try again. Yeah. If they're offsetting, you try again. I mean, what were the chances from the seven-yard line there, let alone the twelve? They just drove down the field and scored a touchdown in a minute and a half. Yeah, one play, Bradford, from the seven. 22%? No. Against the Cowboys? The Cowboys have one of the worst secondaries in the league. Uh, it's not happening. Anyways, uh, but the point is they didn't even get the chance, and that's not fair. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get to the Vikings in a second. Uh, all right, so the number, number 13 game on my list is San Diego, Carolina. Both of these teams, by losing last week, their seasons are probably over, uh, you know, all but officially. Carolina last night, boy, they really laid an egg. You, 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 you predicted them to go into Seattle and win. Yeah, I was telling people who were picking them in Survivor that they were dumb and they shouldn't do it. My confidence pick of the week was uh, Carolina to cover six and a half. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean how, that was over after that? one play. Yeah, how do we explain that? I don't know, maybe like benching Cam just made the whole team depressed. I mean, they couldn't move the ball last week against Tampa. Seattle, yeah. And they had 500 yeah. yards against Carolina. It's crazy. It's, it's really Listen, hard it's hard. It's hard to be bad, but I guess going from good to bad, you mail it in. Like the Colts, that one year they won fifteen. Like, yeah, they were going to be bad anyway. They didn't have Manning, but no, it's like is, the worst is when you the worst is when you come into a season like Carolina losing the Super Bowl last year, or like the Vikings um, after you know nineteen ninety eight, the next year ninety nine, or the Jets that year, frankly, or like the Timberwolves in two thousand five after they went to the Western Conference Finals. The worst is when you come into a season just missing a title the year before. Everybody sees you as one of the top two or three contenders, and you totally lay an egg. That's the worst feeling as a Vikings fan. Brett Favre's last year, 2010 for the Vikings, same concept. That's just the worst. Yeah. 
and um, and that's what the Panthers are dealing with now. I still think I, I think they're going to beat San Diego this week. What about you? Yeah, I, I think they'll beat San Diego. I mean, San Diego didn't show enough fight yesterday. Yeah, but look, they're, they're facing Washington week fifteen. They could beat them. They're facing Atlanta in week sixteen. They could beat them. Carolina could win all the remaining games. I mean, they, you know, they were came back and were leading Oakland in the fourth quarter just last week. What? So you're saying at eight and eight? They're going to be tied with the Falcons and Bucks? No, no, no. They can't make the playoffs, but but I'm saying, but they can be in all these games, and they can cause yeah, who problems cares? for the other teams. Yeah, yeah. No, who cares if you cause problems? Well, as a Vikings fan, I care because I need them to beat Washington in Week 15. I need them to beat Tampa right. in Week 17. Right, but from a Panthers perspective, the season's over. Yeah, exactly. Technically, they could tie Atlanta and Tampa at 8-8, eight eight, so they do have to try a little bit, but anyway, enough conversation of that. All right, number 12, uh, 12 best game of the week, Vikings at Jacksonville. Uh, obviously, if the Vikings lose this, their season is officially done. Gus Bradley still has his job. Now there's reports that he's going to get fired at the end of the season, but what they're waiting for, who knows? By the way, can I make a guarantee for uh, just because Bradley might get fired in season? Yeah. The best, I think the best podcast day of the year for us is going to be that Black Monday. Yeah. Every every coach gets, that gets fired, we're doing a mini podcast for. <laughs> like a little five, ten minute, like who's going to get the job, like, you know. Adios them. Maybe we'll look up like housing prices and, uh, you know, yeah. like how oh, much they could get more, for their house. And... We got more emails and tweets about the Jeff Fisher extension. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People like get... people like the Fisher stuff. Yeah. Unbelievable. No, but you said on the podcast just last week. No, you think Kroenke's pissed. You think he actually might get fired. Oh, he's firing him. He's definitely getting fired. Wait. Just when? the extension news just came out. When's he getting fired? When they go five and 11, the day after the season, he's getting fired. Wait, you think that Fisher is still getting fired? Oh, I know he's getting fired. The extension was just so he's not a lame duck coach unless he had a good year. That It was just announced yesterday. They they agreed to it this but, summer. But why would they announce it? Well, I don't know. What were they waiting sure. 12 weeks for? They're, it they're just snuck fired. out eventually. Oh, no, he's every every expert said he's he's still on the chopping block yesterday. Like oh, all, the, all the Schefters were saying, and Peter Kings, he's got no chance of keeping this job. Not all the Schefters, yeah. you know, Ian Rappaport Schefter, Peter King Schefter. All right, so are we disagreeing? Right, do you think Jacksonville is going to get finally a win, beat the Vikings, or you think mm, the Vikings I, no? I Blake Bortles is just sad. How could I mean your defense is still like decent? You've had, allowed the I think tied the second least amount of points in the league. Yeah, they shut down the Cowboys, obviously. Do you know as the Patriots like people malign the Patriots defense? They've allowed as many points as the Vikings. Yeah, the Patriots have also had a very easy schedule though, for the most part. Uh, actually, uh, two less points make that. Uh, the Ravens are are tied with the Vikings. So the, the, yeah. At two oh seven, the Vikings are two and nine. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So these are all crappy games. Now we get to some sort of mediocre games. So a little better than crappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Atlanta at the Rams. Atlanta losing on two point return, which is always a great way to lose a game. Very exciting. Yeah. So this is the best offense in the NFL by far, against the worst offense in the NFL by far. The Rams yeah. have scored seventeen fewer points than the Browns. Yeah. I was shocked by this line, by the way. Atlanta being favored by a whole bunch of points in L.A. Traveling all the way across the country, nobody cares. Uh, Jeff Fisher on his way to 5-11, and 11, getting fired, you think. Uh, so we're both picking the Falcons here, right? Oh, yeah, the Rams are hopeless. I Goff stinks. Put a fork in him. Next game, another two teams that are probably done. Arizona at 5-6-1. and one. Uh, A big win against Washington. Now they get the tiebreaker over them, which is helpful because, you know, they're the other team with a tie that they could be battling a wild card. This is a game where the loser, their season is officially over, right? Oh, totally. And Miami, they had won six in a row. And it's not that they lost to Baltimore, which we both expected, but they got murdered. I mean, they they made Joe Flacco look like a decent quarterback for the first time all season. Uh, Yeah, I just don't, I don't know what to, like, I'm really, like, on the gay bandwagon, and I I don't understand what happened yesterday. I watched a lot of the first half. And it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. All right, so are you picking the Dolphins in this game? I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to pick Arizona. It's in Miami. I don't care. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll pick Arizona. Uh, Miami's actually been good at home, even though I don't really think much about their home field advantage. Yeah. Yeah, I think Arizona wins this game. So Arizona wins to get 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. They're still alive a little bit, but Miami will be officially done. I mean, will Miami be done at 7-6? and six? No, because I think 10-6 and six is is worth at least talking well, about. Well, they would have to win out. They would have Denver need to lose two games. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it won't be official. They would, you know, but it'd be, right. it'd be Buffalo. To yeah, lose yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're saying Miami has to win out, basically. 10-6 and six won't do it for them, you think? Probably not. Not but, that I think they can get to 10-6. and six. I mean, they have the Jets but still. But the thing. The Patriots are going to need Week 17. So are they going to beat the Patriots right. in Week 17? Right. Are they even going to beat Buffalo? Buffalo is also still alive. Buffalo is yeah. going to be trying weeks. 
So. Totally. And and by the way, Rex Ryan falls false. His teams always try. He's he's never really yeah. mailed it yeah, in. Yeah, they knocked you out of the He's too dumb year. to know that a game doesn't matter, Rex, also. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, next game on our list is New Orleans at the suddenly resurgent Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I have some Bucks fans mad at me on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, the Bucks. this is as quiet of, like, a first place as I could ever remember. Like, the Bucks were out of it, and now somehow they're 7-5. and five. Yeah, and what's funny is they've actually beaten, I mean, they went into Kansas City and won. They beat Seattle. They've actually beaten Yeah, that Kansas Seattle City. win looks amazing after the way they played yesterday. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really quite hard to understand because the Bucks look, when the Bucks look bad, they look so bad. You know, they lost, what is it, 40-7 uh, to seven or something against the Cardinals? They look like one of the bottom three teams in the NFL. I mean, they, they haven't been scoring a lot of points, the Bucks, which is strange. Their defense has been better than you think. Their offense has been worse. Yeah. The positive is now they're starting to get the running backs back. You know, Doug Martin's finally back and healthy. Jaquiz Rogers is back. So they have yeah, more Peyton Barber. Yeah. Than, they, than they've really had all year. You know, Cameron Brait looks like he might be a little bit of an option. On the yeah, Evans has really emerged as a star this year. This really yeah, has been well, his breakout Evans, year. Yeah, he's a top three receiver, obviously. Yeah, yeah. at least in fantasy. No, I think he's a top three. No, well, in real life, I take Julio Jones over him in a second, okay. Odell over him, and Antonio Brown over him. Okay, for top sure. Six, let's say top. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Once you get past he's, those three, you can make a case for him at four. I think. All right. Yeah, he's in a. I mean, Dez. Who else is there? DeAndre Hopkins, who's been murdered. Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Up, you forget how good yeah. how yeah, Hopkins is there. Yeah. All right. AJ Green. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Tampa to win this game, though. Keep it rolling. The, the Saints, just what a disappointment from the Saints when they look like they might have a chance to... Listen, for the they still can't stop anybody. Well, their defense, their defense has been better than expected for most of the season. Yeah, it, it went from Compared like the worst defense year. ever to like a bottom five yeah. defense in the league. Yeah. This is the thing. New Orleans and Tampa are playing each other twice in the next three weeks. I think they'll probably split, so I'll give Tampa the game at home this week. But the list of teams that have allowed more points than the Saints that you just said their defense has improved, Browns and the 49ers. Two teams <laughs> with one win combined. All right. Well, they held the Giants to 17, right? I mean, yes, they play, like, really good offenses a lot, like Atlanta and Carolina. Yeah. All right, so are you picking New Orleans or Tampa? This game's in Tampa? Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game. I'll pick Tampa. Okay, so we have eight games down. We don't have a disagreement yet, so that's great. Uh, let's get to some better games. All right, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Pittsburgh can afford a loss because they're they're playing for the division, not the wild card, and, and nine wins, and certainly ten will, will win that division. Buffalo at six and six. This is a must win for them. They look so good for three quarters against the Raiders, and then it all fell apart. Uh, I think that they can beat Pittsburgh here. I think it'll be a really close game, but LaShawn McCoy looks really good. They're getting Sammy Watkins back, so they're getting enough weapons on offense. Pittsburgh's defense can't really stop anybody. I'm picking Buffalo to beat Pittsburgh this week. No, I think Pittsburgh's winning. All right, so at least we have a disagreement. So if Pittsburgh's winning, then we haven't got to the Ravens-Patriots game, but I assume the Ravens are going to lose. So that puts Pittsburgh in the driver's seat, really. In that I mean, they should be in the driver's seat. I, I think they're probably the best team. I mean, like, I guess if the Ravens are for real, like, they really haven't, they've really been shut down on defense for a little while now. I don't know. Well, the Ravens waited to week 13 to look real, but I mean, they're getting guys back. On no, defense. if you go back now and look at some of the last few games, it's like, right, you know, we assume that they were horrible because they lost to the Jets, but then like when they lost to the Jets, they didn't have Doomerville and Suggs, so they couldn't get a pass yeah. rush. When yeah. you don't have a pass rush, like I'm, you know, the Jets had seven sacks week one and have like seven sacks since then. Yeah. And when you don't have a pass rush, you forget it's like a major part of the NFL, you know? <laughs> like, if you can if you can actually make a quarterback throw quickly on every play, it totally changes the game. Uh, and they've been able to do that. Yeah, you know, the thing that annoys me the most about the Ravens is the Ravens and the Giants are the two teams who have been bad all year and got a lot of wins mostly because of an easy early schedule. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that because of their reputations... Idiots like Bill Simmons overrate sure. them. Sure, yeah. Like Bill Simmons thinks that they're going to – he thinks that, that it's a toss-up, them and the Patriots this week. That's absurd. Well, I mean, maybe they want it more. I don't know. Some stupid reason. Well, they certainly wanted it more than – They're that. seventh in point differential in the NFL. Like, they're not a bad team. Yeah, a lot, but the, a lot of that is because they just won by 32 this week. Before that, they, you know, their point differential was basically even on the season. Yeah. Well, they beat a good yeah. team by 32. Dude, the Dolphins are a good team now? I mean, they, you would have said they were when they were seven and four or two days ago. You would have no, said they're said an okay they team. Garbage. We said that, we said these were both garbage teams. These are both teams we said who who will lose to the Jets. You know, these were both about five hundred teams. Wait, can I can I make a guarantee? I actually think you'll be with me here. Yeah. If the Ravens and Giants play in the Super Bowl, neither of us watch one play of the Super Bowl. 
That's right, that's really the darkest case scenario. Flacco, Eli. Oh man. You can go to a Super Bowl party, but you have to have your back to the screen the whole game. Done. And like leave Done. after you eat your wings. Yeah. Okay. So we're both in. Uh, if you are listening and you are you don't want to see Flacco win again or Eli win his third Super Bowl, which is probably going to happen. It's probably going to be Ravens Giants, maybe Steelers Giants. Uh, you know, tweet at us say I'm not hashtag I'm not watching. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with we're you. Boy- we're boycotting a Ravens Giants Super Bowl. That'll be like I will be that. rooting for the Patriots to avoid like a Giants. I mean, I, if the Giants are there, I guess I want the Patriots to be there just so they could beat the Patriots a third time. Like emasculate the Patriots? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I really don't know. The first time they played, I was rooting for the Giants. The second time they played, I was actually rooting for the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know who to root for. The third well, because as, as, as a football historian, you respected the idea. You didn't want a team that had been outscored to win the Super Bowl the second yeah, time the Giants were in it. As I said, even in my fantasy league, I don't want to win my fantasy league each year. I want the best team over the course of the season to win. I don't like uh, when a team is mediocre and weasels mm-hmm. into a title. Sure. You're like, like the Gandhi life. of fantasy football. No, I, I get it. I just like justice. I think the yeah, best team deserves totally. to win. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the first the fantasy Goiter? football social justice warrior. Yes, exactly. Well, if anything, you could say that I'm a, I'm a fantasy football conservative. I don't care about I don't care about the meek and the poor. I say the best should win. Let the rich get richer. Okay. So yeah, I don't I don't know how what, to describe. My, well, that's my, not really. That's like saying like whoever wins your keeper league gets to keep five players. You know. That's that's like a rich get richer situation. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Um. All right. So the next game. Now we're getting into some decent games. Shocking that this is a decent game. But Denver at Tennessee. Tennessee coming off a bye. They look to be the best team in that division. Uh, if they win this game, they're really in the driver's seat for a uh, for I think to win the division. But uh, the Broncos, who all of a sudden the Broncos are eight and four, and if they lose this game, they could be in trouble because we said you know Buffalo's still lurking, Miami's still lurking. In theory, Pittsburgh and Baltimore could both get to ten wins. So, so Denver, if they lose this game, Denver could be in a lot of trouble because, you know, look, at, they're playing the Patriots the next week, then they're playing at Kansas City the next week, and then they're playing Oakland. Yeah, schedule schedule's so really play, tough. Denver's playing the three best teams in the AFC and Tennessee. So this is a must-win, basically. Yeah, I don't disagree. This is a must-win. I think if they win this week, well, how about this? If they lose the next three, not that I'm saying I think they'll lose all three, probably go one and two. Would they get in at nine and seven in that scenario? Who, the Broncos? Yeah, because the Dolphins will probably get to 9-7. and seven. Or I at least the, the Dolphins-Bills winner. One of the Dolphins-Bills oh, yeah. game winner will get to 9-7. and seven. Yeah, and the Ravens or the Steelers could also. Yeah, so I, I, I just don't... Den- I don't know, Den- like, Denver the tiebreaker of man. Denver's playoff odds two weeks ago were, like, 98%, and all of a sudden now... You know, they're not getting anything yeah. from their offense. Paxton Lynch was, was – he made Trevor Simeon look like, you know... Dumb. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Simeon is... I'm so happy as a Jet fan we didn't pick Paxton Lynch. Yeah, Lynch was their first-round draft pick. He was the guy who was supposed to have the job. Simeon was just, you know, a short-term filler. Yeah, I, to, it's it's really interesting. Lynch and Goff, I'm writing off already. Done. You're done with them. I'm done. I, and I said it yesterday when at the, like, the group of guys I was watching football with. And they're like, it's only been one game. I'm like, no. And they're like, Peyton Manning, you know, he wasn't great his first year. Eli wasn't good his first year. Like, yeah, he didn't look like Jared Goff ever, though. He didn't look like, he didn't look like Jamarcus Russell. Jared Goff is the white Jamarcus Russell. I don't know, but then you also look at Carson Wentz has gotten so bad in the last month. Yeah, okay, but you know he has ability. I'm not saying a rookie quarterback has to come in and be Dak Prescott. You know, Prescott. But but Goff has only had three games, right? Wentz has had enough time to show us both sides of himself. Sure. He just looks totally inept. It's not like they're, you know, losing because he's, you know, they're dropping passes. And yes, they don't really have a lot of weapons other than Gurley on offense or any well, weapons. Okay, well, Kenny Britt's been actually really good this year, no matter who's been Here's the thing. Back. If Goff was good, he would have been starting over Keenum six weeks ago. Yeah. Well, If can, they saw in practice that Goff was completing passes, he would have been the starter. You can't ascribe any logic to any decisions that Jeff Fisher's making, though, so... All right, let's let's say this. This week he's playing Atlanta, who has a terrible defense. Yeah. In week Jeff Fisher is busy. Uh, he's busy prepping to play against Jamal Anderson this week. Yeah, and then in week sixteen he's facing San Francisco. So Jeff Fisher is focused on uh, Roger Craig and Jerry Rice. Uh, but the point is, Goff has two mediocre defenses in the next three weeks. So we'll mm-hmm. judge after Christmas where if Jerry Goff has any kind of a future. Can we give him three more weeks? Yeah, we give him three more weeks, but nothing's going to change. All right. Okay. And what about this week? The Broncos at Tennessee. I think the Broncos are going to win. Yeah, I like Tennessee. Like, I wish that they made the playoffs for sure over Indianapolis and Houston, but they're not winning this game. Okay. Well, speaking of Indianapolis and Houston, Indianapolis hosting Houston. Obviously, the winner of that gets a big leg up. Even if the Colts lose tonight to the Jets, as I predict, 
they would go into the Houston game a game behind Houston, but then they could win that game, and then they'd be tied, of course. So Houston and Indy is a game that nobody really wants to watch, but is a very important game for the winner of that division, obviously. Uh, yeah. Houston, we said, was the worst 6-3 and three team, then they were the worst 6-4 and four team, then they were the worst 6-5 and five team, now they're the worst 6-6 and six team, and next week they'll be the worst 6-7 and seven team. They're, they're not going to win in Indy. I Andrew hate them. They're, they're unwatchable and bad. Such a terrible combination. Yeah, and we, we desperately don't want them to win the division because we want to see Indy or Tennessee on the Saturday afternoon game. If it's Houston, Kansas City, we're also not watching that game. Preparing for the Super Bowl, we're not watching this year. Yeah, well, I mean, that game will be the lowest-rated playoff game far and away, obviously. Um, all right, that'll be a terrible game. All right, now let's get to a game that has less playoff ramifications probably, but is a much, much higher-caliber game. Uh, Washington at Philly. Philly, they're still number four in DVOA, even though their season's over. Uh, although DVOA doesn't reflect the fact that Carson Wentz has just become an interception machine in the last two or three weeks. Yeah. I Listen, who knew that he was the bad Carson and Carson Palmer would become good again? Yeah. Well, that was true for at least one week. But Washington, I don't understand all the strum and dirt. Like, what's with all the drama in Washington? Like, they lost a close game at Arizona, and they're acting like it's the end of the world. I, that, I, the Washington Redskins media not, always does that. They're not a great that. team. They're not a great no. team. I'm sorry. No. They're right. Kirk Cousins didn't team. become Joe Montana the last six weeks. He's very yeah, good. I would happily give him $25 million a year as a Jet fan. Well, you know what? I'm saying it right here now. Washington's losing streak has continued. They're going to lose the Eagles this week, and they're going to lose next week at home to Carolina. So take that, Washington. Maybe Doug Peterson sucks. Maybe Mike Lombardi was right for the first time in his life. He hates – well, who does he hate more? Does he hate Peterson more, or does he hate McAdoo more? He hates McAdoo. Hates McAdoo. Yeah. Unclear. Unclear what his hatred is for. Uh, oh, it's it's definitely agent-related, or they said – yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's obviously personal. Yeah. All right, so Washington goes to Philly in a game that doesn't mean anything for Philly anymore. Uh, what, do, what do you say? Deshaun Jackson gets to uh, do another tryout in front of uh, his future coach, Doug Peterson. Yeah, that's weird. That's like a weird story, right? Seems sort of tamperingish. And also, why I know. Is that and a, like, why he's is... like 38 years old. Who needs Deshaun yeah, Jackson? Why is that... Exactly. Why is that a front? Is Deshaun Jackson player? owned in fantasy leagues even? Oh, he's on my team. He's been really good the last few weeks. Oh, that's why you're like 3 and 11. Well, no, no. He's been on the bench. I can't start him. He, he's yeah. the guy who's. He's going to get a 50 yard touch in every week, but you can't start him. I also added Ted Ginn this week, who's done that three weeks in a row. I can't start him either. But they're, gonna, they're, they're guaranteed to do better than whoever you do start. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. I just don't understand why it was a big story on a Sunday afternoon. Next year, Deshaun Jackson might go back to the Eagles like, oh, so the 27th best receiver might switch teams? Well, that's really exciting. Like, yeah, that's a game changer. Yeah, I, didn't know I don't know what to do with the Eagles. There's a few teams, like the Seahawks, who are just bipolar. Every week they do. They're up, they're down, they're in between. Well, the Eagles I, think the, I, think the, yeah, I think the Redskins are winning. I'm right, picking the Redskins. So got, One right, difference. So that's our... That's our second disagreement. Uh, you're picking Buffalo and Washington. You're, you're, I'm picking Buffalo and Philly at home. You're picking Pittsburgh and Washington on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, now now we get to there are four great games uh, in Week 14. Uh, Baltimore at New England. I'm reluctant to call it a great game because I think the Pats are going to wipe the floor with them. But, you know, they do have a good rivalry. The Ravens do have a history of going into New England and winning. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, New England's offense, obviously, not as dynamic without Gronk. Martellus Bennett did not. I think he had, like, two catches for four yards or something yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're really, I think they're going to rely more on, on the, the double-headed, you know, Deion Lewis and James White coming out of the backfield. Also, Malcolm Mitchell might be a real a real deal receiver. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've said before, like, I stashed Deion Lewis in fantasy on, I think, five out of my six leagues. Yeah, it did not work out. And it's you. probably not going to work out, but the week after I'm eliminated from all six leagues in two weeks. He'll have four, yeah, 84 yards and three touchdowns. He's going to go bananas. Like, Deion Lewis is, yeah. is going to be, like, a very key running back, you know, in the playoffs. He's amazing. Yeah. He was on again. He was on pace to break the NFL record for tackles broken in season before he got hurt last year. Last year, that's true. Last year, I had a baby. I rode him out to like a five and zero start. He was very exciting. They just they have. There's nobody in New England who's going to be a great fantasy option just because they have too many of these guys. Except mm-hmm. for like Eric Blunt, who gets uh, every carry in the red zone. Well, I would argue Brady would be a decent fantasy option. But yeah, that's true. Forgot about him. <laughs> I'll ride with Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> All right, but well, we both think New England's going to win this game much more easily than uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to destroy right. him. Okay, good. Um, Seattle at Green Bay. This is a really exciting game to watch. The Packers, even though they've now won two in a row, they're back up to six and six. They haven't looked. They they haven't looked that. They, they did not look very good beating Houston yesterday. Now part of it might have been the snow, but they just you know they still don't have a running game. There's no receiver you really trust other than Jordy Nelson. But Seattle. No, I trust every receiver on that team to be terrible. Yeah. Look, Seattle. They scored five points against Tampa Bay, and the next week they scored forty points against Carolina, so we have no idea what to expect, which is why I think this will be an interesting game. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, what's your pick? Where's the game? Where's the game? 
in Green Bay. Green Bay's lost a lot of home games, though. That doesn't. I mean, they lost. They the have. At home. Oh, isn't it great when you get the snow on the screen? You have like a big screen and you see the snow. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot uh, of fun. Yeah, this yeah. will be the game of the week. I think the the four p.m. game of the week. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna pick the the Packers. Yeah, I agree with you. Unfortunately, as a Vikings fan, I think both the Packers and the Lions are gonna win this week. Bad news for the Jews. The Seahawks are basically locked into the two seed. It's Dallas is the one, Seattle's the two. There's almost nothing to do that can affect that. By the way, um, speaking of Dallas again, very odd. I understand that the Cowboys get ratings and all they care about is ratings, but it was very odd to flex out Pittsburgh at Cincy in Week 15 and flex in Tampa. At I think Dallas. the NFL's desperate, and nobody's yeah, getting ratings but the Cowboys. Cowboys. And they yeah. just need—they should change the rules and just have the Cowboys like nine times a year. It should be like Cowboys or like Steelers Patriots. I, I think ultimately Pittsburgh Cincinnati is a big game, but it's not a big TV game. Like that would never even be the four fifteen, the four twenty-five game. Pittsburgh Cincinnati. Okay, no, but they play on national TV every year because they have a great rivalry. Because I know when the ratings are are bulletproof, fine. But right now, when they're nervous about them, you can't have that. Be, like if that was the Monday night game tonight, it would do poorly. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Right, the Cowboys will be beating Tampa 21 to 6 at halftime, and everybody will turn off their TVs. Listen, you're underrating the Tampa's vaunted defense. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So, speaking of the Cowboys again, this week they go into New York. Uh, they're 11 and 1. The Giants are 8 and 4. The Cowboys win this one on the road and clinch the division in week 14. That's my call. Giants no, Giants are winning. This is, this is, if the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl like we both think they are, this is, this is a no, week you win. I don't even think the Giants are making the playoffs. Oh, you're insane. I mean, that's just, you know, what I want, obviously. Now what's mm-hmm. actually going to happen. There's no justice in the world. Um, okay, so you think the Giants are going to beat the Cowboys this week? I mean, look, the Cowboys looked beatable last week. The difference is that the Giants' defense isn't close to the Vikings. Listen, I, you bet against the Giants at your own peril. All right. Okay, so you're picking the Giants to beat the Cowboys. And then we get the game of the week, obviously. Oakland at Kansas City. Uh, Oakland. Can you give you a great stat I just one. came up with now, these last two seconds? Yeah. Uh, the Raiders have more wins than the other three California teams combined. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Well, San Francisco's not really helping that one too much. No, 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 no. I mean, the Chargers collapsing. Yeah. Not more, by the way, as many as. But, yeah. Oh, I did. I, the truth is I did it with, uh, without looking at the standings. They have 10. Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought San Diego had four. They have five, so it's tied. Yeah, five, San Diego was five. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that that is not something you would have predicted at the beginning. Nobody would have predicted that the Oakland Raiders would be the one seed, you know, in December. But look, they're going to go into Kansas City. Kansas City walloped them pretty soundly in Oakland earlier this season. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are like are just within one game. They'll be Jekyll and Hyde. You know, two weeks ago they blew a huge lead against Carolina, but they came back to win. Last week, of course, they did the opposite. They were getting blown out by Buffalo, and they came back in that explosive third quarter. So it's it's really hard. To, but Kansas City, I I was so impressed because. I thought they were a better team in Atlanta, but I was swayed by everybody who said, you know what, they played five physical quarters uh, you know, on Sunday night against the Broncos. They're just going to be too tired to, uh, to handle Atlanta's offense. And they got the job done. You know, Eric Berry was incredible, obviously, with those two picks. I really think Kansas City, Robbie, superfan Robbie emailed us this week. He's coming out of his fog of college football and focusing on the NFL for the first time all year. He's like, wait a second, are the Chiefs good? Like, the Chiefs just win every, every every regular season game. They did this last year also. Well, they bore you to sleep also. I, n- not to yeah. say that game yesterday wasn't incredible, but, like, from a play-to-play basis, they're very boring. They're so boring that their defense is more exciting than their offense. They have the game of the week this week, right? Yeah. In two weeks, they're facing Denver. That's probably the game of the week that week. That one's yep. also on Sunday Night Football. Yep. If they win this game against Oakland, they, they can be in the driver's seat for the number one seed. If, here's the thing. If they win this game, they're going to win every tiebreaker because they're going to be 5-0 in their division yeah. at that point. Right or four and zero and seven and seven and two in the conference. Yeah. So the the thing is, if they beat Oakland this week, they're almost guaranteed to win the division. Yeah, unless that's they true. all suddenly lose out. So this is so the winner of this game almost certainly will be the one or two seed. will get a buy, and the loser will be the five seed, which means the loser will have to play on Saturday afternoon in Houston or Tennessee or Indy or something god awful like that. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a big game. Yeah, it's a big game. Uh, what's your prediction? I already said I'm picking Kansas City. Yeah, picking the Chiefs also. All right, so we don't have too many disagreements this week. Many better games than we had this past week. Yeah, it's a very, yeah. I mean, it was, was really. I was very excited. This was like the group of guys I watch with. This is the sort of the first like guys were away, and there was holidays, and there was different things. And this is the first time really all year that everyone was there. And like yeah. the one o'clock games ended very like abruptly. You're like, oh shoot, is there nothing left? Like all eight games were over, and like there was really one exciting play. You know, the Eric Berry play, and and then it's over. Yeah, I have to confess, I fell asleep watching the 1 o'clock games at like one thirty. Yeah. And then I woke, up, I woke up at 4, so I missed most of the action. Yeah, but you really only missed that one Eric Berry play. 
Hey, listen, you're a new dad. All right. Uh, yeah, we're, I'll try to pick up these. This is a this is a mediocre podcast. I'm going to be honest right here. This is not our best performance. I think this was so, our best. What you think? Because you're tired, it was our worst one. I feel like the less you talk, the better it is. <laughs> Yeah, I think you talked more than me this week, that's for sure. Well, listen, we'll ask the listeners. Tell us if this was a good podcast or a bad yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, uh, chime in if you're also not going to watch the Giants-Ravens Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. And and most importantly, pool of pools. Let me know if you're interested. Yeah. You don't have to be a high roller. You don't have to you know be paying hundreds of thousands of Also, you can split it with a friend. If it's a couple hundred bucks, you split it with a friend. It's 12 months of entertainment. Yeah. Chester uh, will send that long, nerdy emails, like describing like everyone's chances oh. and... My recap emails will be fantastic. The Breeders' Cup. Yeah. Uh, should I just read you an excerpt from the email I sent my fantasy league last night? Go for it. Go for it. All right. Uh, this is the playoff ramifications for tonight's Jets-Colts game. All right? Okay. And actually, just because I didn't want it to get ridiculous, I inserted a caveat. The following assumptions are made in this email. Number one, no indi- individual player will get more than 60 points tonight. Number two, Andrew Luck will not get less than negative 8.02 points. <laughs> We ha- I love when you have like a really big lead in fantasy, so you like sit the defense or something, sit the guy who's playing. You don't only really need to do it for a quarterback or a defense. Like nobody else gets neg- more than negative two. Yeah, so that's the thing. Andrew Luck, if he if he throws up a negative ten, which we you know we've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick do this year, then the, wait, the Fitzpatrick really had a negative ten. He had five picks, no touchdowns, no yards. Well, no, we we do minus three for picks in our league. Oh my god, that's a lot. Of, so that's a lot of points. Well, quarterbacks still are by far the highest scoring guys in our league. So. I know, but that's a lot of points for an interception. It changes the whole game. It works out. Look, well, so I was so I so yesterday I needed I needed a win and I needed this guy to lose, and he was there at the uh, at the football thing yesterday. But the the guy he was playing, I the guy I needed to win, didn't who was locked into a seat in the playoffs didn't update his roster. Oh, bad job. So he had Marvin Jones who didn't play. Banned from the league. I was so mad. I said like, oh, you, banned from the league. I brought food. That's I'm terrible. like, you can't even eat. You can't even eat. Like, I'm not serving you the hot dog. Oh, he, wait, he was there. He was there. He, so I didn't he tell came to the fo- roster before one. O'clock. I didn't. I came down. I came down at like uh, at one thirty Eastern. Oh, so the games had already started. Yeah, the games had already started, and I noticed he had Marvin Jones starting. I mean, to be fair, he's like, what would happen if I instead Allen Robinson instead? It's not. That's it's it's about I know. the process, not the results. Totally. You sound like Sam Sam Hinkie here, but I agree. It's it was if and I said if I lose, I'm, I told him I was going to be really annoyed if I lost on those three points because yeah. Al Rob, Alan Robinson put up a three point one. Also, uh, Marvin Jones did play, uh, you know, the previous month and had. I mean, I don't think he has sixty yards in a game since you know, like no, those monster games. That, yeah, the guy. Yeah, the guy who's year. in there, he was six and one with the with the twelfth best team in a twelve team league, and then he lost. He's like the Vikings. He's lost every game since, but. He's, he still clinched the playoff spot. He won one game. I remember arguing with the guy in my league who had Marvin Jones this year. After he had, like, I think he had like a 200 yard game against the Packers. Yeah. That's what he does. Every year he has one, like, he had four touchdowns in a game against the Jets once and then didn't score a touchdown yeah. for three years. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. Well, because when you, own, I understand when you own that guy, you want to believe, oh, he's turned the corner. This is real. But, you know, you, you don't sell high, you pay the price because Marvin Jones is nothing. And, you know. I didn't even know he was injured until he didn't show up in the game last week. So yesterday, yeah, classic Mark. But but I shouldn't complain too much because the the lady who I was playing uh, that I needed to beat was eliminated, and it's a league. It's the only league I play in that has kickers, which we both detest. Uh, yeah. But she played the Steelers kicker Bosworth or Boswell, who didn't play. So I got a little bonus advantage there. Oh, okay. Like when it locks at one o'clock, I'm like, sweet, you know, you, it's a it's a zero from like a projected fourteen. All right, so uh, we started with uh, random fantasy football conversations about leagues that we're not in. We ended with random fantasy football conversations mm. about a league I'm not in. Uh, and, and, and in the middle, we uh, we did something. Yeah, I don't know what's going maybe on. not our best effort. Totally. Uh, good effort. Good job. Totally devoid of sleep. Well, I said that five minutes ago, and you trashed me. Well, but now in hindsight, you were probably right. <laughs> maybe I had a good joke. I don't know. <laughs> My, my son, t- today is my second son's second birthday. Oh, okay. And he's taken to whenever... Oh, what is he doing with, like, a, is he is he going to invite everyone but that one kid to the party? No, that's the four-year-old. By the way, that's the most feedback we've ever gotten, I think. People were legitimately furious. Yeah, they should have been. A lot of people, I don't know if you got all those men, like, I got messages, like, people are like, I was thinking about that all yeah. week, I was steaming. 
should tell your wife. Yeah. The podcast stands with <laughs> Chester's oldest son. I don't know your kid's names, but whatever yeah, it is. Truck gate. Truck yeah. boy. We'll call him truck boy. Yeah. Yeah, but so but my second son who turned two, his new thing is after every single play of a football game, he'll clap his hands and say, Good job. Well, you taught him Which that? Kind of funny. The first. No, I didn't teach him that. I, I, mean, he, I must have said it and he copied me. The problem is, he says it at, like, we're watching the Vikings game and, you know, Sam Bradford throws another uh, two yard dump off on third yeah. and 14. And he claps, Good job. And I'm like, No, bad job, bad job. The whole good job, good effort thing is like when the team lost, you say it. Sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. it's sarcastic. No, he, so he's smart. But he's. No, but he's doing it earnestly, and it's it, the point is because the Vikings don't have a lot of good job plays. Mm. It seems like he's rooting against the Vikings, as if he's mocking me. Yeah, which my dad thinks he is because I did not buy him a Teddy Bred- Bridgewater jersey in the offseason when I bought his older brother one. Well, in hindsight, it's good you don't want to wear <laughs> wear that cripples jersey. Yeah, well, my 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 older son for the first two three weeks of the year he complained as endlessly. He's like, "Where's number five? Where's why is nobody wearing my shirt on the field?" And I wasn't, listen, kid, I'm not buying you another jersey just because, uh, you know, Bridgewater happened to break every bone in his body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Teddy, both Teddy B. and Adrian Peterson were at the game on Thursday night uh, in the house against the Cowboys. Oh, they were? Yeah, they kept, they kept showing. Well, Peterson might come back, right? Peterson might play in a few weeks. Yeah, they're saying, it's funny. Do you remember how sort of happy and dismissive I was when he got injured? I'm like, oh, we don't need him. No, you said last year, the, the day after the season on the podcast, you said we need to get rid of him before the next season. Yeah. No, but even when he got injured, remember, on this podcast. Yeah, you were happy and dismissive. Well, he had a 1.6 yeah. yards per carry. Yeah. Well, you know what? That would that would increase the team's <laughs> That's <bad>. true. <laughs> Matt Asiata would kill for a 1.6. Mr. Eight carries for seven yards and a touchdown, Matt Asiata. Yeah. I am desperate for Peterson to come back and somehow help us weasel our way into a, a wild card. Maybe he could, like, block a little bit or something. He could be the left tackle. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Honestly, this is what's going to happen. The Vikings are going to weasel in as the six seed at 9-7. and seven. I'll get your hopes up. They're gonna, yeah. Oh, this is my dream scenario. Go up 20 nothing at halftime and lose 21-20. to 20. Exactly. On, and you know how they're going to lose? Their kicker's going to get hurt. They're going to bring back Blair Walsh for the playoff game. <laughs> He's going to miss an actual extra point, like the old school 19-yard field goal to win yeah. the game. No, he, and he the he's going to miss it by 30 yards. It's not even going to be close. It's not going to be one of those doink jobs. And it's in Detroit, <laughs> so he's not going to blame the weather this time. No. No. Yeah. Oh, God. If we lose to the Lions a third time in a year, I'd rather not make the playoffs than lose to the Lions on the last play of the game for a third And time. if you do lose, I think like part of this Giants-Ravens scenario is one of their kickers gets hurt. Both their kickers get hurt. The Giants resign Josh Brown. And the Ravens pick up Blair Walsh. Blair Walsh. Yeah, and then it's like you say on the podcast that you like Josh Brown better than Blair Walsh. And, yeah. you know, and then we get canceled. I mean, the, the Ravens can't make the Super Bowl without Justin Tucker, though. He's their best player, far and away. Yeah, but what if he, like, tears his ACL at a party in Houston the week before the Super Bowl? I mean, let's not forget, Blair Walsh, in his rookie season when he was an All-Pro, was 10 of 10 on kicks of over 50 yards. He's, he's for sure at some point in the next year or two going to join another team and become good again. Oh, for sure. It's all, listen, it's all psychological. It's not like in practice he misses. If he missed in practice, they'd cut him. Yeah. You know what I was saying? Well, so, like, this is the year of, like, everything that can go wrong will go wrong for the NFL, and there's bad ratings. And we joke about Houston, Kansas City. Oh, it's the whole NFL. It's not just my team. I didn't realize that. Yeah. What if, like, Houston makes this home Super Bowl, and if we have, like, Brock Osweiler versus Tampa Bay, but Jameis is injured, and it's, like, Mike Glennon. Osweiler, Glennon. (laughs) Texans, Bucks. And, like, the Super Bowl does worse ratings than, like, uh, you know, like, the 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 talking dead. (laughs) Well, that's that's – what's what's the floor? What's the lowest rating a Super Bowl could get? Like, could the Super Bowl get as low as, like, 80 million viewers? I don't think so. Because how many people are there? Who how many people are watching because of the teams? Almost no. No, but I, I, there's an event thing where if it was like Houston, Tampa Bay, Osweiler, Glennon, there's no event sort of people would like counter program against the Super Bowl and be like, "This is our chance." Boy, um, that's what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for uh, chaos and destruction. But you know what? We, you and I, will each watch a Houston Tampa Bay Super Bowl. We will not watch a. Yeah, race. I'd be happy. I would much rather Houston Tampa Bay. I'd rather have like the seven, eight, and one Bengals in the Super Bowl this year. Listen, NFL, we're putting you on notice. This is coming officially from the 477th most important football podcast mm. uh, fi- filmed, in, uh, filmed in Midtown Manhattan on uh, Monday afternoons. Is that fair? We will not listen, and we will get our, our uh, dozen of listeners not to listen as well if yeah. uh, you give us Giants. <laughs> dozen, like, uh, you know, parentheses, S, and parentheses. Triple parentheses. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? Our numbers have actually been pretty good all season. Yeah, uh, yeah thank speaking, God. Uh, Listen, every yeah. uh, every listener joins the pool of pools. It'll be the biggest pool in the history of the United States. 
It'll be bananas. Oh, that'd be great. But yeah, we're just hoping for double that'd... digits. <laughs> then yeah. it'll be a thousand dollars a person. Yeah. All right, go like and chop your yeah. you know kids whatever. Then off. the winner will be. Okay. <laughs> Yes, my son will be having a uh, bris tomorrow. That is correct. That you imagine you were like what? You were like live streaming, and like someone walked into your work. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, just like watching like random live streams. <laughs> You're just watching brisses for fun. Like, do you know the kid? Nah, nah. This is this is uh, veering into into a potentially a litigious uh, space. So I think we're gonna end the podcast now. Okay. I mean, who's suing you over this? <laughs> I don't know. In my uh, in my fantasy football league's WhatsApp group, there's been one of the guys in our league, Shamaria, yeah. pretends to be a Penn State fan. Yeah. And like, and well, like, he is a Penn State he fan. He lived in Harrisburg. He loves Penn State. Yeah, he lived in the state of Pennsylvania for a couple years. He still lives there. And, yeah, when I lives in Philly. I mean, he's I'm also that's not in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. They'd like to secede probably after the election, but it's still there. Penn, yeah. The, Happy, not a lot of Philadelphians. He's also a Jaguars and a Steelers fan. Let's be fair. Yeah, he's but he's defending Penn State and Paterno rigorously, like the scumbags who are actually real. But is he trolling? No. Well, I don't even know what the defense is. Like, what is their actual defense? That everybody else is worse. What? (laughs) Who's Catholic Church? The Catholic Church is worse, and this university is worse. Oh my god! This institution is worse, and that everybody's raping kids, and so you know, Penn State did his best. That's insane. Everybody else does it too. They're like, are they like pro Sandusky, or or does it just stop at Paterno? Do they think like Sandusky no, should be let out no, and like not, be the new D coordinator no, no. again? No, no. I think that what they've done is they've made Sandusky the scapegoat and right. put everything on him. And to be clear, none of us are saying Sandusky's not a monster, but Paterno's the guy who covered it up for forty years, sure. you know, because Sandusky was yeah. allegedly. So yeah, yeah. I cannot stand Paterno. All right. Uh, on that well, note, he's dead, so you don't have to. You literally don't have to stand. Good, and if there's any justice, he went to hell as his eight-year-old self, and he's rooming with Jerry Sandusky. So, oh, too soon. Well, Sandusky's not even. How could he be there? He's in jail. He's not in hell. All right, I, but you know who is in hell? I'm sure a lot of pedophiles. I would, I would hope almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, ex- explain that almost. No, all. I mean, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is. <laughs> all right, this we're off the rails. This is a good way to end the podcast, with you. All right, bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.